Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off a roll of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan, and we're not building worlds this week. Okay, I'm Cody. I'm also here. I thought I need to stop you from making fun of me, so that's what that was. <laughs> so you just shot yourself in the foot before I could is what happened? Just since I ruined that intro, guys, what we're going to be doing this weekend is going to be talking a little bit more about our writing processes and how we kind of go into this world building process like all together. But first, Cody, as always, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing I'm doing all right. My last week like just Mandy got home last night. Mandy went on a trip with her sisters and I stayed home with Graham. So I took some time okay. off work. So I want to talk to you about this really quick. So every time my mom would go on a trip, like my dad would have the house to himself and it's just pretty much like, you know, you get to do whatever you want and just get to chill. And like you make the rules because there's no one else there. So was that like what your weekend was or was it a little bit more structured? Well, I mean, I don't have like a 10 year old that wants to eat like, snacks and watch movies and stay up late i have a baby those were the best times it's just me and my me and my dad and my brother just hanging out i i was just making sure a baby didn't kill himself you know that's that's what really watching a baby is like you play with the baby and stuff but your primary concern is don't put that in your mouth and don't fall down that thing and don't go up there and don't open that so that's what I spent my time doing was keeping Graham from like closing his head in cabinets and falling downstairs and all the other things that babies want to do. Uh, but it was really good. You know, I, I work, so I don't get to see Graham that much during the day. So this was kind of a nice change of pace where I got to spend a lot of time with him. Um, and also, excellent segue. Uh-oh. I got to watch a bunch of movies that I've been meaning to watch that I know my wife is not interested in. So I watched three. Oh, three movies? I thought you meant the movie three. I'm like, you watched three? That movie's terrible. No, I watched three fun. that are worth noting. Is three a movie? Yeah, it's. we'll talk about it. We don't actually have to talk. I'm not... The movie sucked. The book was okay. Um. So I watched three movies. Hang on. Yeah, I, 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 ruined, I, ruined, I ruined the flow. I'm sorry. Three is a yeah, book by... this. Three is a book by Ted Decker in which a guy is um driving one day and he gets a phone uh, call and on that phone call it says, confess your sins or... I'll blow up well, your car will blow up in three minutes and it kind of goes along the lines of three throughout the whole movie he has to figure out who was trying to kill him and what are his sins that this person wants to confess and it's actually a christian book and stuff so i read it when yeah way back in middle school i was gonna say the first thing i saw when i looked at the thing is christian horror thriller and i'm just like nope it's interesting but they they do the whole a horror trope that's been overdone when i was a kid reading it like it was like the most mind-blowing thing because like i hadn't run into that trope before but then as an adult looking back on it, i was like oh yeah no that's very tropey it's a, i mean it's a good the christian part is it of it is like the battle between good and evil and like which is fine if everybody's like here's christian and gets like turned off by it, it was like it's fine it was fine Anywho. I don't know. I have that bit of cynicism in me that, like, anytime something is, like... Specifically religious or specifically yeah, this I'm is just a like, Catholic thing or this is a Christian thing you get turned off. If you can't just be a horror movie, it's probably not a very good movie. And, I mean, you it, it I mean? wasn't a good movie. The book was fine. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the book and honestly could reread it again, but the, the movie was awful. But, okay, Sorry, so I movies yeah. I did watch. No, that's fine. I watched John Wick 3. Woo! How was it? We'll get to that. No, Cody! I watched Godzilla, Woo! King of Monsters. How was it? I, we'll get to that. 
Okay, well, more. And I watched Us. Woo! How was that? Us was great. Whoa, so you didn't like the other two. Oh, no. No ifs, ands, or buts. Us was amazing. Us was a very good movie. We'll talk about Us last because I also love that movie and been wanting to talk to you about it for a long time. But what did you think of John Wick? The Holly Berry scene where they go and they're just shooting for 10 minutes was awful, wasn't it? Um, so Halle Berry being in the movie felt weird. Yes! It, I didn't like any of the stuff she was in. Like, she's great, she's an amazing actor, I'm not saying anything bad about her, but it just well, felt weird, and that scene where they're running around shooting things just felt over the top, because it was like a 10-15 minute scene of just them shooting people in the dark. I won't, okay. I'm trying to but think the dogs the right are really cool, this. and I mean, Halle Berry's fine, she's fine. The dogs were cool. But after seeing the dog kill the fifth person, it stopped being cool. I'm trying to think of the right way to say this without being stupid. Be stupid. Okay, so that scene felt like they phoned it in. They did. Part of that is because of Halle Berry's physical acting in the scenes. Which is to say, it felt like they took a lot of time to train up keanu reeves to seem like he's like good at doing this like shooting and jumping thing and then it felt like they just had halle berry show up on set and they're like all right you've done action movies before just go i guess you know so like it it felt like there was like a kind of drop in the quality and i don't mean that because she's a woman i i mean that because it felt like it was phoned in the whole scene like not just that the performance and the choreography dropped off, but like the logic in the scene just vanished. See, here's the thing, even to like, cause yeah, we'll get, we're going to get people to like, Oh, are you saying that? Cause she's a woman. No, the, no. the other, the actor who was supposed to be the villain of that scene was also terrible. Yes. Braun from game of Thrones is who that was. He was terrible as well. He ruined it. I mean, he took me out of it. I hate him being there. <laughs> I wouldn't say that he was terrible. He showed up and said his lines and then sat down on the ground. Yeah, and that was so, like, him being, just his whole scene. So it's not Holly Berry's fault. It's that whole scene and just all of that that the happened there. And then, like, her, like, being oddly spiteful to him. Like, we get no real background to this. Oh, he saved her daughter but now she's like oddly spiteful and then the whole scene of her drinking the water then spitting into it i thought was really stupid i just i everything that yeah. they did they wrote the character bad i think that that's it they wrote the character in that sequence terrible i i think that's absolutely true it just felt confused and misguided like she showed up and then she had no real part to play and it felt like she could have just not been there because it wasn't like, okay, and also just having the mystic head assassin was also kind of weird. Yeah, that was weird too. And I like the idea. I like the actor. I like the setting. They just didn't do anything with it. He just like cut his finger off and then went back to the same set yeah. that he was at before. And I'm like, but that just felt clumsy that he's like, I'm going to go over here now and then come back and nothing has really changed. But what like, do you think ah. about everything else? Did you I liked, like it overall? Did you like it overall? overall? I mean, I enjoyed it. I was engaged with the movie and I liked the John Wick movies. I think that there are parts of this movie and like I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff because I was sitting with a baby. So what do you do? You just watch whatever you can click on and not really pay attention to. Um, they talk about how like in the first movie, what made it cool was that it was unique, was that it was this original idea. And now they really can't. It's not original to make John Wick anymore. They've made John Wick. Yeah. So they have to do something else. They have else to flesh out and, the world. 
Yeah, and they talk about they kind of made a fantasy world, which I totally agreed yeah. with. I was like, yeah, this really reads like a fantasy. And I get that what they have to do at this point is flesh it out more and give more depth. I just felt like that all could have been done better. Not that it was bad. Like, it was it was just solely in the middle for me where I just wish that it had landed better. What I will say I thought was really great was the villain that was, now I say villain, the other, the like, other the assassin. assassin that was, I love the scene where he sits down and is like, oh my god, I'm a huge fan. Like, seriously, I'm a huge fan. I thought that was really funny. And I, I just liked all those fight scenes with them. Like, It was fun because those that at once played up a stereotype and downplayed yeah. it. So they get someone who's just like, whatever like vaguely japanese looking right and they're like he's a ninja assassin look he uses ninja sword he does ninja move and also the other assassins just they were literal mystical ninjas because they just appeared out of yeah. nowhere which i thought was so cool because this is like in this like kind of grounded like assassin movie you got actual mystical ninjas who just disappear yeah. willy-nilly but what I liked about that is that they gave his character more depth than just, like, standard stoic, which is what they could yeah. have done. They could have just made him, I'm stoic, man. I'm a ninja. And that would have been very standard. But instead, they kind of, like, gave him this other side where he's, like, a huge fan and he's gushing he's a, he's about John nerd, Wick. And I loved it. Yeah. And it's it was nice to see him be a rounded character, not just a completely standard, stereotypical ninja assassin. Yeah. Which is what they and, could have done. So I was like, good job. Good job, movie, on that one. I really like that. I also like the, like, head lady person, the shaved head lady person. Um, the adjudicator. Yeah, the adjudicator. She was awesome. They, the adjudicator sorry, was cool, and awesome. I liked like her, the... She was an amazing actor. I liked the, um, oh gosh, I don't remember what it was called, but like the ballet place that John Wick was trained. I thought oh, that was Oh yeah, that cool. was really cool. It, they did a lot um, of cool sections in it, and it's like... As much as I would hate it, I do think there would be some validity to a prequel. Um, I don't want them to make a prequel. The problem is that with a world like this, to me, what makes it engaging is the blank spaces, not the filled in gaps. And that's, I think, maybe what they missed but a I little think bit. But they're just creating more blank spaces. And that's yeah, why th it that's starts. The thing so that's is, why there is part of me that wants like to know what can you fill in some of these gaps so that we know because there are a lot of blank spaces coming up. And I, I know it's like now I'm sitting here. It's like, well, why haven't we seen that or any hint of that at all? Like to me, if you can't pick it up from context clues, it just shouldn't be in the movie. And so like the first movie, any weird like secret society stuff it was all everyone acted like they knew it already john wick was an assassin who lived in this assassin world and moved in it without any explanation and the movie never told you anything there was just this hotel he could go to where he could get a suit and guns and that was all that was all it ever told you and i liked that better because the world felt like you were sitting on the edge of something bigger and like john knew the bigger world and you were kind of riding along with him but we were getting to imagine, like, what is this huge network of assassins everywhere? And I liked that vagueness. And then moving forward, I thought they kind of, like, I really liked the Belfry. Um, what's that guy's name? Oh, gosh. Come on, man. Uh, uh, the guy that played... Morpheus? Um, I, I, like, Come nearly on. said Magneto. It's not wow. even close to right. Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember his... I don't remember that actor's name. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Okay, do you know what's really bad about it? Lawrence Fishburne. thank you. I did not know that Lawrence Fishburne was Morpheus. I knew all of Lawrence Fishburne's other movies. (laughs) I knew him more as an Othello than I knew him as Morpheus. (laughs) What it was is I finally put it together when I saw him with his face shaved, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Orpheus! Or Morpheus! Dude, I I, I knew him from Hannibal and othello i didn't know him from other things like (laughs) like the matrix i just never put it together in my head because that you know he's really prolific he's in a ton of stuff and i'm always like oh Lawrence fishburne and then i just never and i had seen the matrix i just never put it together in my head that they were the same person (laughs) because i'm stupid anyways i liked his character because it really wasn't explained what he does he's like he's a hobo who knows information and has birds Perfect! I love it. I loved okay. how mysterious. We're running like, out of time for John Wick because we got two others. Sorry. Okay. So Godzilla, Godzilla Two was just trash. Why? Was Why was it trash, it. Cody? Why do you think it was trash? Anything, anything that the first Godzilla movie got right, they got wrong. They just made the monster fights stupid, Cody, and meaningless. Cody, have you not they seen just, like, any of the other Godzilla properties? Because that's exactly what Godzilla is: is a bunch of big, stupid monster fights. That's all it is. So why are you calling the one thing that the series has capstone on for the last, what, 50 years stupid? That's exactly what Godzilla should be, is ridiculous monster. Dumb. Dumb, ridiculous monster fights. And that's exactly what it delivered. Did you see Pacific Rim? Yeah. Dumb monster fights. I love... I love Pacific Rim. Did you see Pacific Rim 2? No. Dumb as a box of rocks. Both of them had big monster fights. Here's the difference. There was artistry to the monster fights in Godzilla. They were well shot. They movement of the monsters. They were shot in darkness and shadow. Yes. Good job. Movie have some restraint, but they were, they were shot in a way that to me was artful and the monster movement felt creative. Like instead of just going like, he moves like a guy in a suit. Godzilla moved really slow and was like proportioned weird because it had to support all that weight. And, like, the fight felt like it was moving in slow motion because these creatures were so huge. And then in this one, they're just, like, "Eh, Running at each other, and it's crazy and stupid. It's dumb. Why don't we have Godzilla do a flying jump kick? Screw it. We don't have it. We're just whatever. I mean, they literally do do that in the old movies where he flies across the screen on his tail and kicks the monster in his chest. So are you telling me that, oh, yeah, Godzilla is supposed to be this better, higher quality thing? It's not. No, but they don't need to – they – in Godzilla – I don't know what this one was – what was the first Godzilla Godzilla was just called Godzilla. And this one is called okay. King of the Monsters. Okay, so in Godzilla, not King of the Monsters, to me, they like set a precedent for what they were going to do with the series. It was something that felt new and creative and interesting. If I want to watch crappy looking monster fights, I'll watch the old movies that I love. Godzilla King but of the if, Monsters was wrestling. It was, it was wrestling. And it wasn't even good. Like Wrestling isn't good. Well, no, I think wrestling was better than this. There was more drama in the fights. Okay, no, you can't just, you can't space to say something mean to me. You can't just cut out you being a jerk. All right. Everyone, don't let the Jordan cut this out. He just paused the podcast to say something hateful to me because I said Godzilla was garbage. I just expect more. Here's Why do you expect more from it? Because there because, shouldn't be any okay. expectation. It should be this ridiculous monster fighting, you, like, 
Okay, I know I'm interrupting you and I'm sorry, but it's supposed to be this ridiculous monster fighting thing where you have these stupid monsters. You have King Ghidorah, this three-headed stupid beast okay, flying across wait, shooting no. lightning. Pause. Pause on that. King Ghidorah looked like crap. I don't even mean he lo- he looked he like he looked like he wasn't moving slow enough or he didn't I didn't believe his size. The CG was poor. Poorly done on King Ghidorah. His heads looked like garbage. They looked so much like stupid puppets. Like, Game of Thrones and, looked and, better. That's all the I'm thing saying. Is, the dragons in Game of Thrones looked and better. And I'm saying that's not bad. We have this, like, stupid high standard for these things when Godzilla well, isn't supposed to have a high standard. Okay, here's the deal. There is a certain art to being campy, right? There's a certain style to that. And there's a certain heart to a campy movie because those old Godzilla movies, they did not have the technology... Or probably the budget to make those fights look amazing. So they worked with what they had and they made them fun, right? And that's not even fully true. Like, some of those movies were actually meant to be serious movies and were about, like, Atomic War and stuff. Which the the first first few Godzillas were supposed to do that. Of this movie was so stupid, also, but we'll move past that. Really quick, if you want to get a good history episode and funny episode on Godzilla, listen to Wizard and Bruiser's um, Godzilla episode. They do a good job covering all of that. Anyways. Yeah, they do. They do a very do. good job. Because I, I love Godzilla. That's the thing. It's like, I love these movies. Because yeah. um, I like grew up watching tons of Godzilla. But, okay. So, I can appreciate the love that goes into that. What this was is they have a certain CG tool set. And they just went, eh, screw it. Who needs art? We can just make a big spider monster. What does Mothra look like? Giant moth. Screw it. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Where are they gonna fight? A city. I, screw it. Just I'm gonna agree with you thing. on I'm gonna agree with you on Mothra. I'm gonna agree on you with the giant spider. I mean, I'm really glad that they really needed to give Godzilla a girlfriend, you know, just to really put that to yeah, bed. That, that, was... that now we know Godzilla has a queen. I, I will agree I nearly barfed when they were like she's the queen of monsters like shut up what did she do at the end i don't know because the fights made well, the no whole sense point of the movie was to do one thing it was to let them fight and guess what dude they fought they should have done a better fight then and only two of them fought it was just well, godzilla was because and mothra and rodan fought well that was it stupid. was anyways but like that's what i'm trying to say is that yes it was stupid but it was not supposed to be if this super to... like serious movie because i mean sure they might have been going for a super serious super cool looking movie but it's supposed to be a mo- the monster godzilla kaiju movies are not supposed to be this higher art form okay that's not true they can, they can be, be but they're Just not because... supposed to be and here's the thing they don't have to be like highbrow art but they have to have style they have to Did the, they not have the style? visual no! Oh my gosh, no! The dragons were just brown! Gold. Everything they was gold. brown! They were gold. They were gold. No, they were gold. They, they, just they were all gold. looked they, brown. I'm gonna... St- Rodan just looked oh, like a yeah, big Ro- bat. Rodan. All of the creatures just looked like something that exists, but bigger. I'm just saying. Like, Godzilla was the most creative-looking thing there. Everything else was just a giant spider or a giant butterfly. Or the monster from the first movie that just showed up again. Rodan is supposed to be brown, bro. Yeah, but do you understand what I mean? How he kind of looks just like a big yes, brown they, blend yes, on the yes, screen? Yes, 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 Cody. They, yeah, I get it. I enjoyed this movie. Well, you can enjoy that. I'm not saying you're wrong to have enjoyed okay. it. I'm just saying I was disappointed. Hey, Cody, you know what? It's it's And that your opinion's it's, wrong. But it's, you don't have to it's get It's fine. <laughs> I expect. I honestly expected you to like it because it is 
because it is dumb. If I had felt like they loved how dumb it was, like if at any point Godzilla had like used Rodan as a club that, to beat Ghidorah that to death, been I probably would have been more into it. But they like didn't. They they aimed in the middle and it was bland. They didn't go high. I don't art. even know what you're saying about like, Rodan being brown. I'm I'm looking at all the pictures of the old ones because I don't really remember. He's always this brown kind of bad looking pterodactyl. Okay, Rodan's kind of a sucky. Yeah, a he's sucky extremely monster. sucky. That's but why he gets he's still... freaking torn up in every single thing he is in because Rodan sucks. But he's a blank slate. You know, it's like hey, g- <sighs> okay, Jordan. If I handed you the assignment, rework Rodan. In new beautiful CG, do you think this is the best they could have done? He just looks like a big brown. That's bat. what he's supposed like, to be. No, no, no. I just, I don't. I honestly don't think we're gonna reach an agreement because I, I, I don't loved either. It. I thought it was the so whole time good. I was watching it. I was just like, I don't understand. And why I Jordan, was honestly and every part. Uh, I, with I'm gonna say this. I was actually upset when we came out, and my mom looked at me and said, "That's the dumbest movie I've ever seen." And I was like, "How was that the She's dumbest?" Right. And he, yeah, fine. It was dumb. I will give you that, but it was good to me. It was good, dumb. I enjoyed it. I thought all the fights were. It was. If little kid Jordan saw this movie, he would have been screaming the whole time, like, "Oh my god, yes!" Because that was such a like. It was appealing to the kid part of my brain that just wants to see a bunch of monsters throw each other around and through buildings and stuff. Also, the human plot. I just was wish stupid. there had been. The human plot was so like bad. that should have even it should have oh just my... been Godzilla throwing King Ghidorah around for three hours. They just keep having to put humans in the movie. Like this time, we're going to war with Godzilla. Then you see Rodan just like pinwheeling yeah. through all the humans. <laughs> It's like, oh man, Eleven, like, why don't you use your psychic powers? Oh yeah, but that's because you're terrible in this movie. I mean, she was alive in this movie, so she did alright. She was doing just as well as everyone else. Yeah, um, what, Charles Dance is his name? Who's Charles Dance? Was he, Tywin. Is he always the bad Tywin dad? Lannister. Is he just always a... Oh, yeah. He, he was <laughs> underused. Wow, he, like, he could have been so much better at it. He was so underused. It really felt like they were just like, hey, do you just want to come here and read lines for 15 minutes? He's like, yeah, sure. He, seriously, he was like, he's this huge Shakespearean actor, and in Game of Thrones as well. It was just so underused in that. I was like, are you kidding me, guys? This is Charles Yeah, Dance. I don't know why they keep doing <laughs> this. Like, they keep getting these, like, good actors and then being like, do you want to be in this movie for five seconds? Like, why does that stupid comedian have more lines Which than comedian? Me? You know, like, that... He's the guy that's, like... He's, like, skinny. He has brown hair. He has a dumb voice. Thank you, Cody. You literally described pretty much every single actor that exists. Okay, Imagine the cast of the uh, imagine the cast of the movie. He's not the old Japanese guy. He's not a woman. He has he's not a dad. You are literally just describing he's, a white man. Can you just say he's he's a white yes. man? <gasps> well, but that's it. Like he, I don't know. He has big eyes. Wow. He's okay. I'm just looking eyes. it up because you're stupid. I don't know his name. He's just there. Oh, as yeah. Like, I forgot. I honestly forgot he was in the movie. No kidding. He had more lines than Tywin Lannister. What's that guy's name? I don't know. I'm just looking at a picture of it because I honestly forgot who who he was. Uh, Thomas Middleton. Cell phone commercials. (laughs) Yeah. What else was he in? He was garbage and he was in it a bunch. Cell phone commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in. Let's see all the great things. Um, He was in Replicas. He was in Tag. He was in Henchman. He was in Captain Underpants. He was in Kong Skull Island. 
as a voice role. Yeah, yeah, right. Because he's of part the Kong of the um, universe. Because they're going to make them fight next, which is going to be dumb, but I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. No. Well, I mean, th- these have always yeah, been in the I, same, Yeah, but it's, like, it, that movie's going to be dumb, though. Kong and Godzilla. I liked yeah, Kong. Yeah, it was fantastic, but Kong and Godzilla movie. is going to be a dumb movie. Well, I, yeah, try to yeah, tell yeah, me it's okay, not going but... to be. Literally, try to. Also, do they know how small King Kong yes, is compared to the Godzilla? That's why it's that they really made? dumb. Like they made Godzilla really big and King Kong really small by comparison. I honestly want to watch King like, Skull Godzilla Island. Godzilla is dude. enormous. Skull Island was so good. Yeah, because it Anyways, was good. So it was. the last of the three movies you watch, which is by far the best. Yeah. Um, was Jordan us. Peele is one of the best directors. Period. He's doing the best. He horror has created right some now. of the best horror. Like I'm trying to look. I was looking at like a list of horror movies. You know, like best horror movies. He's not. Of the last two Us years. knocked it out of the park so hard that, like, I was, like, there were some parts that I thought were kind of, eh, because it's just, like, I don't know if they're going for scary or if he's trying to do, like, something, like, something funny. Like, the scene where the, um, white guy, the clone of the white guy walks to the boat docks and just starts, like, screaming all weird. I, like, I had to laugh at that because that was really funny and really dumb. I mean, <laughs> Horror, horror horror movies to me are something that are kind of supposed to have a little bit of a sense of humor And then like sometimes. other parts like the kids comparing their kill count I thought was weird and dumb but really funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I killed so it's like, No, actually you did it. I killed them all. It's like <laughs> I've killed 3, you've killed 2. I do still love that in all of his movies like the horror movie kicks off and then people just start killing yeah, the because monsters. Th- what what would you do? There, what would you do? Like, yeah, I'd start I start mean, swinging that golf club, man. Right, like the same thing happened in Get Out, where you're like, "Oh no, he's not gonna." Yeah, and he's just like, like, "Oh my god, ah! I hate you!" And then he starts choking the one day. He just, yeah, just all right. We're 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 committing to this. Um, so like as a horror movie, to me, the most striking part of it as a horror movie, the actor. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting the name. Yes, perfect. amazing, absolutely. Oh my perfect. gosh, she. Is so good in every way in that movie. She just does so good. Yeah, and I, I love the her. amount that with just yeah, the, just the physical portrayal of terror. Like when she's being her tethered. Well, t- can we say spoilers? The tethered hat or what? Can we Which, say like? You I'm can, asking yeah, if we can get spoilers. into spoilers. I'm going to put a spoiler warning. Okay, so yeah, spoiler warning. When she is in the red jumpsuit, right? Her. Just like body it's language so and vocal performance, it's so no, creepy. And apparently, it's she took a long it's, time like perfecting nothing. that walk she does, where she like walks straight up, like her head tilted, but like, and she walks very stiff, very straight, very precise, and it's so creepy. And like she turn, she yeah, turns in right angles, and it's just so creepy. And and there's no effect. There's no no like CGI anything. It's just, it's just her. I think that they. Yeah, I think they said they like kind of cut off, like they they would cover up their mm-hmm. eyebrows. Um, oh yeah, I was watching someone like this. Yeah, the makeup. On yeah, well. she has no eyebrows, and that's it. Like that's that's what makes the, her the makeup, scary. I think they did her, her body teeth language. too. They made her teeth a little yeah. jank. Oh my gosh, but she's so crazy. It, it was all just in how she moved and how immediately scary it was. Like when they're all sitting there in the living room, and then she walks in, and it's like. And then yeah! that voice. Like, people are gonna that die. That voice, too. I yeah. was like, oh, no. 
And yeah, that was all. That didn't boy, help. How terrifying! He was the four. <laughs> it's like, and she. It sounds so <laughs> pained and struggling, and so creepy. And I loved it. And just yeah, she she blew. They blew me away. Jordan Peele pays very very close attention to detail, and there's little tiny things in like the fact that she gets a um a Michael Jackson shirt at the beginning and that's why they all wear one glove oh, because because that's all she, yeah. the, and the scissors also are something i forget what the scissors were a symbol of but it's also something from her childhood that she remember and that she held on so the thing that she remember that she liked as a child the only thing that she had left was the michael jackson glove so they all wore one glove on yeah. one hand and it's just like and just the just every little detail that he like just swipes by and I need to watch it again. It's just, it's just so good. And that, yeah, the fight scene, the choreography at the very end when they're um in the underground area is just so perfect and so beautiful and just so well done and so smart. Just the way he has everything come together, the music, everything like showing the music, yeah. showing the flashes How- of the past, showing like every movement that they make, like when they strike and like, it's 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 literally a dance and it's just so perfect. Yeah. And I liked how effortless too, like when she was just like playing with I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like the right way to phrase this. When red jumpsuit when her in a red jumpsuit was playing with, with like her playing with um like nor yeah. And the, oh yeah, and then another thing was the the blood on the white outfit, you notice like the more you see like the more she goes through the story, the more she remembers the past, the more her jumpsuit turns red she starts to turn yeah, and it's red. just like yeah so yeah, I good that. it's just so good yeah as like i think it was like after they got to their not really neighbor but their friend's house i was like oh yeah, by the she, end of this she's going to be wearing be red because the they're kind they're of sl- yeah they're the villain they are the villains they're the who's the who's the scary monster yeah. it's us um and then, okay, so other character I just want to, because I just like yeah. kept sending you messages about it, was just um, Bat Dad. He played M'Baku um, in Black Panther. Yeah. Oh my and gosh, he, he did. He's another phenomenal actor. Yeah. So it was funny, I was watching, like the, like I said, I was watching like some of the making of stuff afterwards, and Jordan Peele was saying, like, yeah, I think people think that character's based on me. And he's like, no, that actor showed up. And I was just like, just be yourself. <laughs> Just like, just act like you, and it's perfect. Favorite line from him was like when she was like telling the fears, like, "Oh, I saw another mean, all that, whatever." He's like, "Oh, I could, I could beat you up, so I'm not afraid." She just like looks at him, like, "Really?" It's just like he's like, "Okay, not a good joke, not a good time for this." He was just so funny throughout. I just he's so famous. My two favorite moments. So the first one is <laughs> the boat. Burr, burr. Was, the boat was special to me. That's I, you. That's a hundred percent you. I lived in a family where we had a crappy boat. You know what I mean? Like that looked just like that boat. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. I like remember my dad bringing the boat home, and just the looks on my family's face. And we're like, did you buy a freaking big boat? And he's like, yeah, I got it for $500. And we're like, yeah, I got this. What? Why did you buy a $500 boat? And it stops working in um, the middle of the lake. Yeah. Well, and that setup and payoff was so yeah. good where, like, that fight was set up and then paid off in a really satisfying way. And I really liked that. Um, and then also just the way that he gets the bat where, you know, his wife's freaking out and he's like, eh, whatever. And then goes outside and then just comes back in. And he's like. Get, get yes. <laughs> if you want to fight, we can. 
it just I I I loved every part about it. The kids were amazing actors. That freaking the the yeah. son, the um tethered version of the son was so creepy. The so yeah. creepy and like that crawl that this everything they did with it was just so smart. He it was really good horror. I didn't think it was I'll say that scary, but I also I watch a lot of horror, so I don't think things are that scary. Um, uh, I watched it by myself at like midnight, and I mean it was tense, you know, like I was worried the dad was going to get killed really quick, and I, like, wanted him to make it because I liked him, you know? So once he, like, managed to get off the boat, I was pretty excited just because he was Bat-Dad, and I I loved him. Also, the scene where he's seducing his wife. wife. He sits on the bed (laughs) he's just, like, laying in the bed all straight out. Oh, my gosh. It just seems like a lot of that still was just really... Like, it seemed like they had fun like performing it just seems yeah. like they all had very good chemistry and they just had a really good time all of them and directors everybody just had a really good time doing it and i i i was happy i was really happy with it i was like when they when he first announced i was like really it's like you can't top get out can you and i think he did a really good job making another really good movie is it get out no but is it another yeah. phenomenal movie yes i think i liked it better than get out um the well and then we can kind of get into this like the commentary on this movie i thought was very smart it. and very interesting uh no oh, no no the, no. A- I mean, the social the, commentary, like, the social like commentary. The actual movie commentary social commentary no the social commentary of this movie so, like so what did, to it, get what did out it mean and, to you because i i have like in my mind what it kind of meant but so what what do you pull from so it? this is a little bit so this is just cheating, say what you want to say um care. because well no i'm just I'm acknowledging that I watched the making of where Jordan Peele like talks about what it means. (laughs) Um, So there's a little bit of this that is my perspective on it and a little bit of this that's just explicitly what he said. Um, But to me, it was very much about like the nature of privilege and how we expect like privilege and those who are not to behave so the twist at the movie, and this is why I was asking about spoilers, is that, okay, so for every person above the surface, there is a doppelganger version below that is, like, a flipped version of them that is tortured by the life of the person above. So the main character, right, she has a family that's, like, happy. Her husband's, like, kind of doofy, but he's a nice guy. Her son's, like, mischievous, but he's a good kid. He's just kind of... He wears a mask and he plays tricks on people. And her daughter's really athletic. So then, like, her her doppelganger version of her family, she's, like, this twisted, maniacal leader that doesn't love her husband. Because they were forced to be together. And she was forced to have both kids. And her son and her husband just seems like a, like, lumbering, like, thoughtless monster... And her son is like a little creature that like scurries around on all fours and plays with fire and, and burnt himself. The daughter just is like the epitome of evil. Just like if if Satan yeah, was she, real, it would be that like slicked back hair, big eye smile that she does. Cause she she scared yeah. like the daughter scared me. <laughs> so the the twist in the movie is that the woman who is like above the surface originally was the doppelganger and kidnapped the other version of herself and switched places when she was a little girl. So the main character 
manage to have a normal life and a happy family. And this other character, when left in this horrible situation, had a horrible life. And so I think it kind of at once shows like any idea that it's like, oh, well, you know, there are people that just live like this because this is how they live. It's like, no, all of us are capable of living a like healthy life. And the only reason people don't is because a lot of it is yeah. because of where they are. And um, so all of these families that you see above ground, they're all fairly wealthy. They're all fairly happy. There's like even these little nods where like your main family is kind of yeah. like competing with the other suburban. But I mean, they're both going on vacations and they both own boats. You know what I mean? So there's all and I think that there's always that price that someone is paying somewhere for the like amount of luxury that really most people in America in general, but like a lot of people enjoy, there is like this horrible mm -hmm. flip side. And like you, you, you messaged me as a joke. Like, um, I can't remember what you said, but it was like, are you scared of black people now? And I said, yeah, because I'm white <laughs> coming for me someday. Um, <laughs> I said, yeah, because I'm white and I know y'all are coming for me someday. Yep, I do remember that. And, yes. <laughs> I think in some ways, like, that's kind of the, what this movie's about. Like, not necessarily breaking down around race, but around, like, wealth and class. Like, there is an extent to which I think most people ignore the ludicrous poverty and abuse that happens for all of the things that we yeah. enjoy, you know? And being having a horror movie that, like, points that out and it once shows how terrifying that is... And that um, people might not be happy about it <laughs> and might not be complacent about that misery either. And also shows that the only difference is just placement. Like, there's nothing different about people that are impoverished. It's yeah. just where they started out. Because, like, your main character, like, you're rooting for her the whole time. Then you find out technically she's one of the monsters. And it's like, she's really not, though. Because that's not what made her a monster. Like, like, truly, it's like, we're her, just, like, that's the thing, the whole separate of they're just us. Like, we are just like them. We're no different than what those people are. But yet, because they live in a different area, they are lesser than us or considered a monster because they're not us. But they are us. Well, and that's what I liked about the title, like, us, where it's mm -hmm. like us yeah. and them, you know, you... That's very much what it's about is there's us and then there's them over there and they just end up being it's all people and we're all trying so hard to make any reason for it to not be people, but it's people, you know, so I, I thought that that was interesting that you saw like when it was flashing back to her past that like she got after she switched places with her doppelganger. Her parents, like, sought medical help. They went to therapists. They, like, put her in extracurriculars. They supported her. And at the end of that, she ended up a, like a well-adjusted functioning adult in modern society. Cause it turns out yep. that's all it takes is like having people, having parents that support you and help you and having a community built around you can help people, but not everyone has that luxury. Um, I also liked the hands across America metaphor that kind of ran through the whole thing where even after like the doppelgangers all rose up, they still like, ultimately made a vacant like an empty symbol yeah. of just holding hands across america so yeah there, i just thought it was a very smart movie and i thought that handling class as an issue instead of just race as an issue was 
more nuanced than a lot yep. of movies go. Um, because frequently, like when you, when I saw the front cover of this movie, I would have assumed it was about race for the very kind of, it's probably a bad thing that it's like, oh, well, it's, a, it's following up Get Out, which was very much about race. And, you know, like your main cast is a black family. So it's like, I just assumed the neighbors were going to start killing them at oh some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they're, cause their best friends are a white family. They suck. And you're just like, <laughs> I like how you just say they suck. Yes, they do. Well, they do. They're just like awful people, you know, like there's these twin daughters that are just terrible. <laughs> and the, the mom's just terrible. And the dad's just terrible. And it's like, are they just going to end up like wearing, blackface and killing their best friends is wow. that because that's kind of where i thought it was going <laughs> Jeez, you took a like huge left turn well because the front cover of the movie they're like wearing a mask that looks like her face because yeah. i didn't know anything about oh, this going in okay. so i thought that it was gonna be like instead of swapping brains i thought that people were literally gonna have like like you know like the mission yeah. impossible masks yeah, okay. i thought it was gonna be like people putting <laughs> on like I mean this very literally, yeah. like, blackface. I, I get you, good. Um, <laughs> and, like, doing horrible things. That's not what it ended up no, being. It ended up being. But as soon as they showed that other family, I'm just like, you guys seem like you'd kill people for fun. <laughs> like, Is there a dead body in your basement? Yeah, okay. Anyways, Cody. Like, you seem like you hunt people. <laughs> this has been a wonderful bonus episode. Hey, we're not in an hour yet, Jordan. What did you think of the social commentary I of the movie? Pretty much just repeat everything you can read online and everything we just talked about, so... Instead, I am going to end this episode. Don't that do voice, that voice. That's not that cool. voice was so freaky, dude. It was. She it was really creepy. Like this. I, I feel sorry for her throat, though. She probably like yeah. like at, she probably could have talked after that. Like doing a full shooting day of that. That voice is so rough. Oh, they showed like little like. It was when they weren't shooting scenes, but it was when she was in the red jumpsuit. They just showed her face, what she was doing with her face as she was just like sitting on the couch with like no prompting. It's just like in between sets and she's just like doing the terrifying yeah. face and like terrifying facial expressions and then just starts to cry. Gosh. And then just stops and is just like twitching and sitting there. And I'm just like, oh, gosh. It's so creepy. She's such an amazing actor, but really, that was a yeah. really scary part, dude. She's very, yeah. very scary. Like, dude, shout out Silipita. She is amazing in every way. Like, I, I love her. She's great. She kills it in Star Wars. She kills it in literally everything she's ever been in. But she's yeah, Star she's Wars? Maz, the like um, alien with the glasses. Oh, yeah. well, I don't feel bad. That yeah, I didn't no, of course her. not. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she's um Finn actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not john boyega dude everybody thought it was until it came out that it's actually lupita she's also in the jungle book as the wolf she's she's in everything she does a lot of voice acting yeah. she's she's amazing but anywho this has been our bonus episode on the three movies that cody watched and i didn't get to talk about any of my stuff which will be on the actual hey, we episode we're gonna talk minutes. about it on the actual episode so we have at least some sort of preamble before we go into our hour-long talk but anyways um yeah that's that's all I have to say. Um, you can check out the episode where we're going to be talking about our writing process and whatnot. So anyways, bye. Bye.